0: to the woman on a box podcast is Teresa how's everyone doing so I did this really good recording with my friend Blaise Yann and I was uploading it okay I'm just gonna spill my whole drama on it on here I was uploading it on GarageBand and something happened and this is where a test of my technical skills comes in. So I'm still trying to fix it. And it was just a great upload. But um, I've come on here because tonight just feels kind of romantic. I'm in my feelings at the moment because I'm a writer and a poet at heart. I absolutely love Pinterest. So I'm just staring at my phone while I'm recording. That is what you call multitasking. Um... So I absolutely adore Pinterest because you can find anything on Pinterest and also not be noticed. So I was just going through some poems to get inspiration um, regarding my feelings, how I'm feeling. Like I said, I'm feeling quite romantic this night. And I haven't written anything sweet in a while. Um, I feel like these days my writing is less and less romantic, it's more and more about life, and you can't blame me. We live in a country like, I don't want to blame Nigeria, but we live in a country like Nigeria where everything is just about hustle, everyone's just angry, um, and people are just rude. You kind of write more about life and, you know, forget that life is also about love, and, um, I saw, I came across this poet, I don't know if this is their pen name, so it might be a man, it might be a woman, but that person is called Ben Maxfield. I th- I don't know how I haven't heard about this person, but I just suddenly came across one of his writings and I just decided to read all his writings, or most of his writings available on Pinterest. And because I'm in my feelings, and you're listening to this episode, I am going to indulge you as well. And suddenly, like Ben Maxfield just inspired me to write. So I've written about three poems um today, you know, three love poems today, just, you know, reading his stuff. There's one that really struck me. I'm trying to go through most of them. This one that really struck me, and I was going to put it on Instagram. Um, but I'm off Instagram for a while. So I just put it on um, WhatsApp. Sorry, guys, I'm literally scrolling because I don't want to lose it. Um, but most of his... Po- oh, yeah, I think I found it. No, I haven't. Um, most of his poems are just very romantic, very... You can see it's it's personal, almost personal, um, makes a lot of reference about um, a past love because it just talks about maybe someone walking away, maybe someone missing them. I'm just gonna read one. It's not the one that's you know struck me but I'll read this one which says I love rain but you don't. Okay I love rain, but you don't chase stumps. I won't chase you either. So, if you are a lover of words, which is a logophil, you would understand that just meshing words like that is, oh my gosh, for me, it penetrates my soul. You have to grasp it. Sometimes it takes a while for people. It depends on um, if you can relate. Sometimes people cannot relate to some poems. They're just like, huh? But like, I love rain, but I don't chase storms. I won't chase you either. It's like, I love you, but like, maybe that person, their experience that person is storming. So I love rain, but like, I won't chase... Oh. can't believe i didn't even notice this one before but this is amazing um i'll tell you i'll read up the ones that or the one that i wrote okay i wrote this one and it says i will only fall if you hold my hands and we both jump into the sea of love together so because of him i'm just like Really in touch with my feelings. Then this one I wrote um, about 30 minutes ago and it says, I'm not here to lead you to the path of love. I'm not here to tune my voice into a melodic tone so that you would think love is synonymous to music. I won't dry your tears and cuddle you on your naughty days or even on days you've been good. I'm here to give you something eternal and sustainable, a tin that emanates from within. I mean, if and if it feels like something you can appreciate, then perhaps you found love in me. I wrote that because of Ben Maxwell. Um, yes, this is where. Oh my gosh! Okay, this is what resonated with me. This is a first, first poem I read, and I just thought. This struck me hard in my core. And it, was, it says, We both drowned under the waves of words. We were insane. Okay, I'll say it again. So it says, We both drowned under the waves of words. We were insane. Dude, you have to understand this. Um, there's another one which resonates with me. And the reason why is, if I love someone... Um, this is something I will write for them. And it says, there's always a home for you here in my heart. I'll leave a light on. And it's true. Um, when you love someone, there's always... So let's talk about love. Let's talk about that topic. Um, love is very scary to me. I find love very intimidating. And the reason why is because it takes two to fall in love. Um... Even with yourself, like when you decide to fall in love with yourself, sometimes it takes your mind agreeing to wanting to, you know, feel or letting your heart. I don't know what I'm saying, but I hope this makes sense. Um, Because the mind isn't the one that makes the, the decision of love. Or sometimes it does. It just becomes logical. But the heart is the one that decides to fall in love. Or the heart feels it and has to sort of... They have to sort of come together to cooperate that, okay, this being need to, ah, speaking like a poet, this being needs to experience love from this person. So at the end of the day, love takes another person. You know, experiencing love, um, especially romantic love, takes you involving another person. And that intimidates me because everyone's environment and experience you know have affected how they view love you know I might have a different interpretation of what love is and the individual coming into my life may just not even know how to love or they just think love is for example buying you gifts or giving you money and to me love could just be words or what is even love so I know by definition love is like a deep intense feeling of affection um so are we saying that when we start feeling that intense oof even the word intense intimidate me intimidates me because it almost looks like because I like to be in control which is not always good or which is never good with me. Um, When I hear intensity, a word like intense, it makes me feel like I'm about to lose my control and sort of handing it over to that person Um, and because there's also with me trust issues and I'm making this a bit personal because there's also trust issues. It's very difficult for me to make that decision to wonderfully give myself to that person, especially because of out of experience. And I, I believe people can resonate with this, especially women. Um, when you've been hurt by um, men I mean it just seems that society has made it a way that men are the one leading relationship relationships I hear you know conversations have you had a talk with him and I'm just like is he not supposed to also broach that topic of the talk like why is it with the women initiating that conversation why are men not initiating that that conversation so um, so yeah love itself scares me and but I, I'm learning every day that love is important, but it's also important to understand that if you haven't loved yourself, you know you don't know how to leave yourself, enjoy your company and just get yourself and like really adore yourself. it's something I'm doing, then it's gonna be very difficult. To expect somebody else to love you, so it's the same struggle some women might have some them or men might have. they might be in a relationship with someone that don't even love themselves, and you're bringing it into bring- bringing somebody into their life that is kind of unfamiliar um and people like what's familiar, so you might end up you know being attacked, and I'm using that word very lightly. Um, they just fight against it because it's not familiar to them so imagine your kind of love is understanding is patient because that's what love is right those are the attributes of love love is kind love is patient love is t- tolerant and you're bringing all those characteristics into this person this person is probably impatient this person is angry and you're just there and you're sensible, you're reacting sensibly, you are patient, you're gentle. Love is gentle. You know, you're gentle with your words, you are I can't even believe that I'm interpreting love this way. But realistically that's all love is and if you're in a relationship with in anyone um and this is in a kind of um love or behaviors you're getting from your partner then I can guarantee you that that person doesn't love you because when someone loves you trust me when people love you they would be patient with you they would be when people love you they will be kind they will be honest they will always tell the truth they would be respectful you know they would do all this thing they would do it um, a higher percentage of the time so 90% of the time compared to like they only do it 10% of the time so if you're getting honesty only like 2% or being person being kind or talking to you in a gentle manner like 2% uh, that's just now you're going into abuse and you probably are not even aware that you know that's what's happening um i'm trying to find a good definition of love but it's crazy how the dictionary uh, defines love as an intense feeling so it's crazy and he also says a great interest and pleasure in something so i think that also says in someone so fondness a great interest Uh that's like just a deep liking of some of, of someone so I'm looking at this definition and it says a feeling of warm personal attachment so now I like this definition because attachment also scares me I like being attached to people but I am I also have something called separation anxiety so when I'm attached to them I struggle being detached you know from them so I don't like to be attached to a lot of people um so I built I put my wall up so sometimes people may say are you a snob are you co- are you cold it's not because I want to I intend to be that way I just don't know how to detach, that's how I am, that's how my mind works, so I would rather just like not, you know, get involved with that person at all, um, and that's also because like when you get attached to people, um, I don't know how human beings work, um, I'm still learning how they work, but some people are unkind, some people are mean, some people just out there to destroy other people and you will think I mean at the end of the day the people that love you the most are the people that end up destroying your life right Um, yes because they have the opportunity to a stranger can't come into your life and destroy it in in such an intense way Um, it's different let me now insert this here for example because I make made that statement When I say a stranger can't come into your life and destroy it, they can, but the effect will be different if that person was your family member or your husband or your wife. So if a stranger scammed you 3 million naira, you're just like, oh my gosh, like you react like a normal person, your heart isn't invested. If your husband disrespected you in front of your friends you'll be hurt so that's my comparison there and I hope it makes sense Um that's why I say people that are close to us are the one that has more opportunities to hurt us anyways um, back to love so yeah because people are quite strange and they I don't know people just have weird intentions Um, So the whole world is scared of falling in love. Um, But I want to, you know, encourage you guys to fall in love. It sometimes hurts, but it hurts because we are anxious. And now I'm going to insert something religious, which says, be anxious. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. And that's why I stick, you know, to what will be will be like I always tell myself "What will be will be like why are you trying to be anxious and why why are you impatient why are you trying to jump you know if you end up for example okay so you're in a relationship and you want to get married to the person you're with nice so you fall in love with that person there's a process right you meet this person you go on dates third month you realize you're falling deeply for the person at month six, if the person is so into you, person might propose. Um, so during this process, you have issues, right? Because that's how relationships are. are, are. you have misunderstanding, and if you're not having misunderstanding, then um, <laughs> you're both joking, and I'm being serious. You must have misunderstanding because even you will have misunderstanding with your very self. Um, so during that process, when you have misunderstanding, it's a test of the relationship. But I realize that some women don't know how to handle it, so they kind of disempower themselves. Where they have a fight with a man, or uh, with their boyfriend, or their fiance, and maybe he wants his space. I don't know if people understand the language of wanting my space versus um, moving on from you. I feel as adults, if you want to move on from someone, you don't ghost them. If you ghost them, you're being a child. Um, you need to have a conversation with someone, uh, with that person. Ghosting is for children. Um, if you've dated someone for like a year or three months, even for a week, um, out of respect for yourself, you should have a conversation telling that person that this isn't for them. However, if the guy is ignoring you because it always tends to be for some women, for some reason, women end up being the ones that don't ghost me because we're nurturing um, by nature. Um, so if he's ignoring you, please, I saw something very funny and I'm going to share it later. If he's ignoring you, please just leave him be. He's not a child you don't need to baby him and you don't need to like sort of wave something in his face and say I'm still here like just go off and do other things I mean you have a life anyways he's not this life your life doesn't revolve around him when he's ready I promise you that he will come to you or you know he would want to talk about it and if he doesn't talk about it then maybe you've just come to a point in a relationship where you need to like understand that person. Doesn't mean the relationship is over because people are different. You have to be very open minded when you're in a relationship because he's also accepting of you. Therefore you need to accept him of some of his you know flaws or behaviors. It it's not a deal breaker. Except it's a deal breaker for your dependent because life is very serious and there'll be other things. Anyway, so the thing I wanted to share which was hilarious. I shared it with my sister earlier today. Um, I was, <laughs> Pinterest is hilarious. I was going to Pinterest and just obviously looking at quotes because that's what I do most of the time. Sorry, I'm using this opportunity to create delay and just like find what I was looking for. So I Okay, so I was going to Pinterest and people, I saw this and it says, here are two reasons why a man will ignore you. He's dead, <laughs> which is funny. Or he doesn't want to talk to you. However, move on and stop stressing about what you did or didn't do. We live in a world where 50% of people suffer from mental illness. Give them a break and find solitude being alone. I thought that was hilarious. I don't know why because like where do people come up with stuff like this? So yeah, back to falling in love. Oh yeah, that's what we entitled this. So falling in love is very important. If you've gone through, you know, heartbreak, uh, let yourself fall in love again. Give yourself time to fall in love again. Um, trust me, we've all gone through heartbreaks. Like, my heart, um, my heart is all stitched up. My heart is stitched up and it's still, like, trying to even, like, fall in love still. Um because that's what life is about right you just need to fall in love if you i mean why won't you if you've gone through a heartbreak just like open yourself to someone you know and and be wise in your judgment ask for you know spirit of discernment so that you can pick the right guy this time and always pray i'm very religious person very spiritual person i would say and I like to pray about things like this always pray and don't let your needs be ahead of like what God intended for you so you might say that this good-looking guy that has a lot of money and looks like he has potential that's what he looks because looks like because you have uh, you're quite short-sighted you might say he's the right guy for you and because God has foresight he sees that this guy is not the right guy for you, but you're fighting it because you feel some stupid things in your tummy. If you're feeling butterflies and you go by feeling butterflies, butterflies is lost. That's my definition of butterflies. It's infatuation. Butterfly is in love. Butterflies is just like, Oh my God, I'm really, really fond of this person, you know? So take away butterflies. What do you have? Nothing. You literally don't have anything. If you take away butterflies, I stopped feeling butterflies intentionally a long time ago because they led me to nowhere. Butterflies just made me fantasize. And sometimes when you're fantasizing and involving another person, it's very difficult because that might not be what they want. So I don't like to fantasize to include people my fantasies are usually solo so just me playing a role but when you fantasize and you involve other people you don't know if that's what they want for themselves let yourself be wise in your next judgment of picking a man and if you're prayerful just yeah pray about it if you are um, I don't know just maybe perhaps don't pick the typical guy that you would go for, you know, and always go with your guts, yeah, intuition, A female intuition is very helpful. If your heart tells you, for example, this guy is not good for you, I know we like to take risks, we're kind of dangerous like that, but in the end you regret it, so there's no point, it's best you just not give him a time of day and just move on doesn't deserve you but same with guys if you feel like the goal is not worthy of you then there's no need um, and also it's very important to open your heart to people fall in love you know if you the ultimate goal is to get married and have children do that try and communicate with one another Um, it's you would think it's simple but hearts these days are so stubborn everyone is just in a little corner you know ignoring each other. And I'm just like, huh, and we haven't got much time here on earth. Huh? Interesting. So just make use of your time and let go of the ego and the games. If you're playing any games, um, be kind, be kind, be kind to one another and be gentle with each other. People are flawed. People are going to make mistakes, learn to forgive and move on please please if you're one of those people that hold on to what someone did five weeks ago or ten years ago you need to see a specialist you need to see an expert someone talk to someone a professional because that is just wrong you shouldn't be holding on to things that occurred ten days ago you should be able to move on forgive because we are constantly making mistakes but that doesn't define who we are. If somebody tells you that they love you and they want to commit to you, believe them. Um, if they do otherwise know that they are flawed, but you can tell from your intuition that they intend. Well, I just want to come in here and share that. So before I end the podcast, this episode, let's just go through, let's go through some lovely poems by Ben. I don't know who Ben is, but shout out to Ben Maxfield. I think your poems are amazing. I'm going to read this one. He says, I emptied my heart to make a home for you, and now there is nothing left. Whew. I didn't stop building my house when you quit visiting. The last time wasn't supposed to be the last time. Oh, so cute. Despite it all, you are, you are still here. How rare and wonderful we are! Even the stars look down in envy of us. I think it's beautiful. And I'll spend the rest of my life writing about you. So you leave forever. Duh, that's so good. I'm saving that one. That's really good. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoy your week. And um, that's it for me, Teresa. Take care. Bye.